This week on the program, it's week number two of our barely famous Brew World Order Tournament of Beers. Last week, we had an epic battle between the 7th seed Austin Amber and the 11th seed Love Street. After the dust settled, there was only one can left standing. A holy Mexican! And that Hispanic and I voted for Austin Amber to be victorious. This week's match is a battle between Austin and Dallas as the one-man team over at Funky Monkey Brewing Company goes toe-to-toe or cap-to-cap against the Deep Ellum Brewery. Who will win? We'll find out in just a few minutes, y'all. Later, we'll talk to a fellow podcaster with the Lone Star Plate Podcast. We will welcome Patrick Scott Armstrong to this program. I like to call him PSA, you know what I'm saying? Finally, Rand Paul says folks should celebrate if they've had COVID, and we will watch a video where black folks are asked, what exactly are white people superior at? The answers may or may not surprise you. That's right. This is Emergency Exit. This exits for emergencies only. Uh, that's right. Oh, yeah. It's again. Well, this is episode one anyone. I want to get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. This is episode 181. Today is November 18, 2020. It is again 10 on 10 in our floating tin can. Far above the world. I felt like I was floating right there. You're still floating. It's made down to earth. Well, that's right. I'm Los. Follow me on Twitter. That's right, Los. Joining me, as always, is the holy Hispanic himself. Hola, señores y señoras. David Aguilar. Making sure we're streaming live and we got a hangout coming is Brandon the Hard-Headed Mitchell. Man, I hope that audio works, unlike last week, but you never know, man. I think our interview went well. Yeah, I think it went great. All right. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. We got a great interview lined up. I mean, I say it's a great interview, but I have no idea yet. I'm I'm hoping it's great. It's gonna be good. I want it to be great and it will be great. Therefore, it is great. There you go. But Put it out there in the universe. One thing that is for sure and is great mm-hmm. that we can all agree that is great is the Brew World oh. Order. <laughs> Tournament of That music there. Ah. Over the last four years, we've tasted over a hundred beers. Wow, I, I, more. I just don't know how much it is. Wow, it's a lot of beers. We've tested over a hundred beers. Mm. Those hundred beers all went through a rigorous, rigorous rating system called the That's Right Scale. Of one to five, that's right. So one of, you can one of the decimals. greatest scales out there. One the of the most best precise one you've ever seen. Believe me, ever. Ah, uh, anyways, sixteen. We co- we combined them all. We combined them all. We collated them, mm-hmm. and we combined all the scores and averaged them out, and we got sixteen of the top beers that we've rated. The in cream the last four years. of the crop. Took us four years too long. We're yeah. gonna try to do this every year, by the way, but. Here's how the game goes. We've already had one final match, and we're closing, by the way. We are going to close the the bracket today, or the... I just want to say, I really like this music. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, yes! Um, yeah, voting's closed. Voting is officially closed. Last week, we had, in match number six, mm-hmm. was uh, Austin Amber versus Love Street. Austin yes. Amber won, and it's all blind. 
Yes. Uh, just gets rid of one of the extra senses. Exactly. But we'll have an A. We'll have a B. This could be A. This could be a B. I don't know what it is. But today's match is In Bloom by Funky Monkey Brewing Company. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this. Kevin Clark out here Kevin, in Austin, Texas. I'm so stoked. He's going up. He's actually a number two seed, which means he did really well Ooh, in the main tournament yeah, or yeah. actually in the regular WO. And then we're, he's going up against seed 15, the Dallas Blonde by Deep Ellen Brewery. Oh, wow. Company. That's a good beer. That's a really good beer. All right. So without further ado, let's get drinking. That's right. I'm ready. All right. So we have a beer right here. Is this A or B? I got B in my hand. I've got A, so I'll go ahead and I'll get B here. And uh, we'll drink. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Clink it. B is a it's a bold beer. Uh, can we get that music back up? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very good, very uh, good. I'm gonna leave my comment for that one. Uh, we got A. Okay, A. The lighter beer, folks. Yeah, taste lighter. Hmm. Yeah, this is a hmm. One of them. It's got a big, nice, full flavor. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. full of uh, orange notes. Let me get let me get that again. It's a great bitter. Great, great bitter. Yeah, I really do like the way this one feels in the mouth. Like, it's just very, like, smooth and silky. All right. So we've tasted A. We've tasted B. Um, we're going to pick A or B. Well, should we say it on the count of three? Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. B. B. A. So we I got, mean, not A. We B. got B. Yes. Um, all right. Right in the heart of Mitchell, who did we choose? Uh, which one do you want me to do first, A or B? Well, let's do B. B? Our, our champion is... You're not going to believe this. In Bloom by Funky Monkey. What? In Bloom Yay! by Funky Monkey. Kevin. Kevin, you made it through. Yes. Congratulations. The blind taste test. Crescendo of the music. <laughs> USA. USA. Are we not? No, we're not doing that chant. My bad. Next week, we are going to be doing another round, another uh, match. Stay tuned to find out each week while we do the Brew World Order Tournament of B. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and close the tournament off here. It's the brew. Today's bourbon and Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. We've got... There you go. Thank you. We've got Larceny, which is a wonderful bourbon. It is delicious. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to burp in that. Kentucky. Kentucky. Straight bourbon whiskey. This is wonderful small batch wheat. This is a wheat, wheat bourbon. Wheat. So it's uh, fifty one percent corn, and it's got a lot of wheat. If you're a southern, you'd uh, you'd whistle when you said the. I can't do that. I don't. I have all my teeth. And then uh, yeah, it's a wonderful whiskey which we're drinking. But 
I want to talk about this yes. bonsai I have Let here. Let us know. If, you've got, if you guys watch the show, you will definitely know that this is a bonsai we've seen on the show before. This here is my taxidium. Taxidium. Mm-hmm. Distichum. 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 You read the Latin, right? Yes. Yeah, right? What does yeah. that say? Taxid- taxodium t- disticum. Okay. There it is. Disticum. Or otherwise known as the bald that cypress. Kind of, that sounds kind of weird. Disticum. Disticum. Chum. Disticum. <laughs> Dishcum rag. <laughs> it's also known as the bald cypress, swamp cypress, white cypress, tidewater cypress. You ever heard the phrase uh, bees, uh, trees knees? Trees knees. No, I've heard bees knees. Yeah, you've heard it's the bees knees, but yeah. what about like trees knees? I don't. I didn't know trees. They're basically knees. these guys grow in swamps in the Louisiana fucking uh, forest and everything. Oh, the old southern, old southern man. Oh, down oh, got them down old trees knees. Like Bobby Boucher, that kind of you know Bobby Boucher, the water boy. Yeah, Bobby, I know about Bobby Boucher. You know that Bobby Boucher. Something wrong with his medulla oblongata. Anyways, this is a slow-growing and long-lived tree. Well, actually, it grew from this to this and thickened up this trunk to like a pencil. Oh, wow. Uh, in one season. I got this probably July or something, and it is doing so good. I got three of these trees. Um, the other one's in a three-group setting. I think I put it. I brought it to, to the studio once. Um, but, yeah, this one I'm growing out as a natural style, so I want it to look like the trees when you go and – um, when you go floating at San Marcos mm. and the trees are just, they're lined up all down the yeah. river, dude. And you see them, they got this beautiful foliage. Um, and I want to eventually like take a cut. Like if you took a picture of one side where people are getting onto mm. the the river mm. for their floating, and it's like these giant steps and like, it's in green mm. Texas, right? Um, these giant steps. And there's like these three giant bald cypresses. I want to sort of, um, Capture that in bon in bonsai. Wow, really? Like make these miniature steps, what and if, then make a fake river that, or make I can even put a real river. This can sit in water. Why don't you do that like on the driveway to your house? What do you mean? I don't know, but like water and bonsais, and when you drive into your car, it's like you're driving into that. I drive into a oh. You like yeah. You, you want it to feel like that yeah. when you drive through. Yeah, so like in your driveway, you have bonsais on the side, and then there's water somehow. And when you're driving in, it's oh, like, you're talking about like real life bonsai. Yeah. Like you turn your yard into a bonsai yes. tray. Yes, and everything that's miniature is in real size yes. for you. Yes. Oh, could you imagine the size of this? That tree? That would be insane. You'd probably be like this tall. Now nah, I'd be way smaller than that. That's a that's a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where's our is our guest on yet? I told I told him ten fifteen. It's not ten fifteen. Okay, okay, oh, take it. Ooh, you, this guy's yelling at us, man. Well, that's today's bourbon and bonsai. We've got a guest, special guest here, fellow podcaster Patrick Scott Armstrong, other known otherwise known as PSA. Yeah, PSA on the, the street. PSA <laughs> on the streets. Got the knowledge, <laughs> and he just wants to show you. <laughs> ding, 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 it's just great that your last name didn't end with an L because you'd be PSL. And we all know that's pumpkin yeah. spice latte. <laughs> oh, is that the, right? the, You know, the ladies out there like the PSL, baby. Uh. Fortunately, I did not know that. It would have taken me a little bit to get that. Bro, how did you work at a coffee shop? How yeah, I fixed the machine. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I, I, I didn't drink- know that either. Yes, PSL. No, now we all know. And where it's going to be hard to forget that. Look, I, mar- I married a white woman. So, so that's something white women like. Patrick Scott Armstrong, I, look, good old I, PSA. Go hang ahead. Hang on. I, I have like an echo. 
an echo. I don't know. Oh, because that... you know, Look... it, it, yeah, because uh, we're not using the plus, uh, the minus one. Uh, so, geez, we're gonna have to just Damn, go to his regular is... phone thing. Is it not good? It doesn't sound good on my AirPods, right? Well, I mean, your it mic sounds, sounds better. Your mic sounds better. I mean, of course, I get it. Yeah, we can do it. That's fine. Yeah, we're just gonna go switch to phone now. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah, there we go. See we'll make, now, now you hear it. No feedback from guys. Yeah, no worries. Turn them, uh, turn them up good. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll I'll speak loud. I'll use my hands. Yeah. I'll sign. Yeah, because we still have your video Ooh. too, and it's it's matching up yeah, actually pretty go. perfect. Yeah. So this is great. Okay, Patrick cool. Scott cool. Armstrong, good old PSA. You could find him on TexasRealFood.com. Am I? Do I have that right? The Lone Star. Plate yeah. slash podcast. podcast. Yes. Slash pod. Texasrealfood.com slash podcast or just the the Lone Star Plate.com. Well, I take it you're a food lover extraordinaire. I'm a chef. Just, you're a yeah. chef. Wonderful. Uh, you, you're originally from Dallas. At least that's what I get from your bio. But, you know, let me ask yeah. you. Why don't you tell yeah. me what your podcast is all about? And then I've got some cooking questions that I want to yeah. ask you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, man, the podcast is really cool. Look, yeah, we're sponsored by Texas Real Food. Uh, you know, it's a, basically just a website directory. It's real simple. You just put in your zip code and it just brings up all the like farm to table, butchers, farmers markets, you know, uh, places like that. Not like it's not going to bring up the nearest fucking jack in the box. Let's just put it that way. OK, <laughs> that's not going to happen. All the coolest places around you that are just doing handmade stuff like that. It's really cool. So they sponsor the podcast and um yeah, you know, we throw a little bit of food into what we talk about. Obviously, I'm a chef, but, you know, just who the guest is, we go over their career or if they have something they're promoting or just like you guys, right, whatever they're about, we, we sort of talk to them uh, about that. Uh, but we keep it loose and, and easy and, you know, um, sort of like Joe Rogan in the sense that we just three, two, one, go. And, and there's yeah. no, you know, there's nothing to it. We talk as long as they sort of want to and. No rules, right? No, we just go with it uh, for the most part. That's it. So, I mean, is it food-based at all? Uh, that's what I was getting out of the bio. Sort I watched of, a couple of your episodes, of. and yeah, definitely yeah. we weren't getting any – I wanted to get any, any food advice on, mm. on your podcast, at least the ones that I watched. Um, but you do have over 100 episodes. My man. Yeah. Um, we're approaching oh, 200 triple, here. Hit that triple stack. And he's putting out content like crazy. I mean, I think he saw, I think I saw him put out two in one week. I mean, we can only do, geez. Well, we, we have, what, three podcasts on the network, but we ourselves. We were doing do three a week. I mean, in our, we were doing three episodes a week. Uh, we just switched to two, like just a couple of weeks ago to focus on each one more, right? To make it the best uh, it can be. And man, it's, it looks like a very expensive looking podcast you got going on there. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, we we do okay now, yeah. right? We're doing, but we come from a humble beginning. Um, so when did, when did you get when did you get started uh, with the podcasting? Yeah, we we launched this podcast in um, January of this year, but we actually wow. started filming uh, episodes last September. Wow, you know, just a few, just so we could launch with like you know ten episodes or, or something like that. You know that sort Great of thing. Idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's it. We, we launched in uh, January. But I had done podcasting before, sort of my own thing in my garage, man. Just, you know, getting a mic and talking and start interviewing my musician friends. And, and that's sort of what, you know, the bug that, that, that got me, if you will. Absolutely. That's the way it starts. You know, you're sitting there with your buds and you're like, man, 
this is a great conversation. Yeah. We this needs to get bottled like yeah. a fine whiskey. <laughs> exactly. And that's eventually turns into that, and then you get in front of the mic, and then uh, the magic's not there because yeah, exactly. you get the mic in front of you sometimes. So I think us as podcasters are always trying to find a way to make this experience more comfortable for the this for us and for yeah. our guests. And I, and I think that's where alcohol tends to come in so many times because it makes everyone just feel loose and comfortable. And it's just like, yeah, we can kick it. We can chill. Yeah. You know, again, I, you see Joe Rogan use that and other podcasters and their tactics, but I always feel like a good little bit of sippy sip makes you a little chill. Yeah. Social <laughs> lubricant, you know, and you know, by the way, we do, um, a beer tournament here. We've uh, over the span of four years, yes. we've rated a beer every week or just about every week. And oh, uh, from one to five, we took 16 of those beers, the top rated ones. And now they're going against each other in a March madness style bracket. Oh, nice. I um, like that. We just had deep Ellum versus a local brewery over here. Um, and oh, deep Ellum. Shout out deep Ellum. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my right Dallas there. guy right there. And yeah. yeah, they yeah. did not win. Yeah. They lost right now. They, the Dallas blonde went up against the in bloom. Yeah. Craft beer. Oh, here. it was the Dallas blonde. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I know which beer you're talking about. Yeah. That's a look. It's a, are, are you I a big it. beer drinker? Is it. that something you not really with your cooking or anything? I mean, yes, I will incorporate it with cooking, but just far as like beer drinking, I mean, I'll have one with buddies. Uh, if I'm on the beach mm-hmm. and it's hot, you damn right. I'm going to be having some cold beers, uh, but just day to day, I really don't drink too often, uh, to be honest with you. I'm having some tequila tonight with you guys hey, just because it's there late. There you go, baby. You yeah. know, salud, cheers. There you go, hermano. Brandon, can you uh, move him from over there to like behind us and then move us to the opposite so, so it looks like he's looking at us well we got whiskey we got oh, beer i can't I see what y'all water. see is it like i'm looking the other way i know yeah. what y'all are talking about but we'll that fix it don't, don't don't you change a thing there so yeah, i know i like i like i like exactly where your flag is right now man it just makes me feel so patriotic move, move his mic Heaven damn baby mic texas all the way my man oh oh uh, uh can you move the mic either up or down so we can get the star <laughs> in i'm just telling you man it's we got we need that america spirit baby hey i'm with you my I'm blood thing just I'm opened up 10%. How dare look, you cover look, up I, that flag? I tell people all the time, um, you know, if I'm traveling, whatever, like the last, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm a Texan first, man. American second. I just, yeah. I mean, that's just the reality to me. Facts. I love Texas Facts. so much, man. It's just, the, the, <laughs> it's just how I am. <laughs> I remember, I remember once uh, I, I was playing a game with some friends of mine and it was like, who can name the most of the 50 states? And I just put Texas everywhere. One, because I didn't know where the other, one, because I didn't know where the other states were. But two, I was like, because I take Texas everywhere I go, baby. Don't you can't stop, like won't it. stop. I like it. I like it. That's funny. You, you Texans, funny. man. You guys are like. Uh, I see. I'm I'm a yeah, Texan now hippie because California. Yeah. Well, ten years. I've been you here hippie? ten years now. You hippie. When do I? Uh, when do I get mine? You know. When you're Texan already. I mean, I wasn't born in Texas. <laughs> I wasn't born here, uh, but I'm a Texan. I mean, I moved here at, you know, five years old and, if uh, you know, went to school, my whole school here, you know, everything, uh, you know. Yeah, where's the line to be a Texan for, like, people that are purists? Is it like the, yeah, I, your mom's vagina must be, be on here. top of yeah. Texas yeah. soil? <laughs> nah, not that bad. You just, you, you just got to love Texas as much as we do. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to you gotta live here at least, yeah. you know, live here and have or have lived here and, uh, you know, and you love Texas. Yeah, I think that's enough uh, for me. Yep. Hey, the more the merrier. Yep, exactly, same. Yeah, dude, let me ask you about the most memorable moment you've had podcasting so far. Like what do you what what stands out the most in your mind? 
That's tough. Uh, you know, to be frank, I'd be curious to hear y'all's answers to this question as well, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, that's a that's a good question. I, I don't know if I would say one particular instance, but maybe y'all can relate to this. I, I think this week I, I realized something um, which I've kind of known, but it really stuck out to me that I love my job so much. I mean, that I get to do my podcast as my job and day in and day out and talk to like great, amazing people and have these great conversations. I almost stop in the middle of and go, I can't believe that I'm learning this, that I'm getting this experience, right? Like that to me is so priceless uh, to get to ask successful people how they became successful, right? What word got them to that and take those things and use them for myself almost selfishly. And then hopefully the people that are listening and watching, they're, they're gaining the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take that little nugget. OK, I'm, you know, I'm going to take that with me. And that's cool being able to provide that. And then, like I said, selfishly take it myself and use it. And, yeah, I'm very grateful for that, man. And I, I don't ever want to lose being grateful. You know, I, for, for I, being I, able to do I this. just want to piggyback off of that real quick. So from what you just yeah. said, what is the best lesson you've probably learned from a guest on your podcast? That's a great question, man. That, that's a really good question. Um, you know what, I'll tell you, I, I would say, I would say they've, a lot of people that I've learned from have said the same sort of thing, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that's something I've learned is that the lesson is sort of, I hear it over and over again. And that mm -hmm. lesson is pretty much, I mean, you know, how am I going to put this bluntly? Just, you know, go after what the fuck you want mm -hmm. and don't fucking stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know any other way to put it, but that's it. Yeah. Don't stop. Go after it. Just when you think you want to quit, fucking double down and go in more. Yeah. And just yeah. don't give up because if you truly believe in something, it, it will, you know, come for you. And that that's literally the biggest lesson I've learned. And that inspires me to, you know, do anything that I want to do. I've always sort of had that mentality by myself, but it definitely helps, right, hearing that from uh, successful people. Yeah, and that's good because I, I feel like that's that's like a, a, a little tidbit I always give to a person. It's, you know, because I, I, I get to talk to a lot of people and there's so many people that I meet that just want to give up. And it's like, yeah. but you don't you don't know that just three or four steps ahead of you is the finish line. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people who sure. are so who are so busy feeling, you know, it's just to give a runner's analogy, like. They're so busy feeling the pain in their body and like, you know, the aches that, that they're not thinking about the finish line. And the finish line is just only 10, 20 feet away, but you want to give up because you feel the pain. And exactly what you're saying is this determination mindset of saying, I'm not going to give up until I get to where I need to be. And I'm going to bypass the pain. I'm going to bypass the negativity and say, no, the feeling of success is far better than what I'm going to be giving up right now. That's it, man. And look, I'll sum it up with this one quote from George Burns. I don't know if y'all know who George Burns is. Yeah, man. Uh, cigar. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I grew up with George Burns. Uh, so this uh, the great quote. Sum this up. It's just exactly what you're saying, too. Look, it's better to have failed at something you love than to succeed at something you hate to do. Exactly. Yep. So fucking go for it. So who that's gives right. a fuck if you fail? Yeah. So that's yeah, at least that you love it. Right. Like. Do what you love. I personally cannot do anything I don't love to do. I've always Same. been that way my whole life. I will throw a hissy fit. Okay, I will go all Karen on this motherfucker <laughs> if I'm not happy at my job. Whoa, hey, whoa, but whoa. We got to keep it PC yeah. around here. No Karen. That's like the N word to some people around here. Uh. Take it easy. 
I'm calling the fucking. <laughs> Los is gonna get offended. Whoa, I'm wait, calling, whoa, wait. I'm <laughs> calling somebody. I'm calling yeah, I'm somebody. I'm calling somebody. I'm calling somebody. I don't know yeah, who I'm calling, but I'm calling. Where's PETA at? I gotta call PETA. Where's real quick. fucking ISIS? I think I need to call ISIS on you guys. Shit. Jesus Murphy. So you know oh, we used no. to have a we used to have a caller. Uh, he had since uh, I don't know what happened to him, but uh, loved the guy Rob Rob the hippie. Rob. Rob, for you, Rob. Uh, where are you, man? Rob, he says he uh, watches us every week, but he stopped calling us. But I, I he's a Shout chef out, as Rob. well. Uh, he's a chef as well, and I've asked him, what's the best way to season a skillet? Actually, what's your favorite way of seasoning a skillet? That's a great question, by the way. Right? Yeah. I think I think a lot of people that have skillets need to yeah. know how to yeah, season exactly. it properly. Yeah, you, you mean a cast iron skillet? Cast iron skillet, excuse me. I'm okay, sorry, I yeah. should have mentioned that. Yeah. That's okay, yeah, because somebody's going to be taking their regular old, like, you know, cheap-ass <laughs> skillet They'll at put home. They'll put their, uh, like, their, well, their copper one in there. Yeah. Yeah, you, look, because th- what I don't want to happen is someone to take their pan and put it in the oven that has a plastic handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, Somebody right, will so, do that if you do not yeah. qualify which one it is. Look, yeah, I'm a chef. But I come from working in restaurants and my own food truck and, you know, my own stuff. So I know, like, the logistic, just the practicality of when somebody says something to me, right? So that's the first thing I thought of. But, yeah, seizing a skillet, look, everyone has a different way to do it. Uh, personally, my, my personal favorite is it seasons itself over time, okay? So you don't really want to fuck with it. What you're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to create what, what they call in barbecue fake smoke rings, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't cut corners, when it comes to real cooking and real, you know, sharpening your knives, seasoning your stuff, right? You just buy a new new cast iron, take care of it. Don't clean, you know, learn how to clean it properly is the real question you should ask. And then just time. Well, tell us, uh, how do we clean a cast iron? I, yeah. I know never to add soap. I yeah. just yes. sort of use the softest thing yes. I have. And just get the stuff See, off. I, I learned the easier way. Let my wife take care of everything. All right. Take it I, easy Because I don't know. I, she is the boss. Take it easy kitchen. there, fucking no, Noah. I, look, Go I, work on your arc look, some bro, more. Hey, look. I'm just saying. I kill the food and she cooks it. That's just the way we do it in my Jesus home. Murphy. I go out and oh, I, I, kill, I kill it with my bare oh, my hands. God. And I drag it home, and then I skin it on the okay. table, and she cooks it. Last of the Mohicans over yeah, here. Yeah, dude, right, I'm so, no, that's cool. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I like sorry. That. I keep a G. I'm sorry. I keep a G I like in my that. house. Uh, no, I like stupid. that. I like that. Uh, I, I mean, that's that's totally legit. I get that. Um, you know, splitting responsibilities. But yeah, the the best way to uh, clean a cast iron. There's a couple different ways. Um, they they make these special tools. In fact. Two seconds. I'm gonna show you guys. Oh, he's oh. got it oh, like lined oh, up, ready see, to go. I, I want to see this. About, bro. Uh, um, what else is there? There's. Uh, I want to know like what you do. You buy a brand new one, uh, or okay. you, you find an old Here one. Here we go. What okay. is that? Can y'all see this? Yeah, it's yeah. like a, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, chainmail. Yeah. Uh huh. Chain link, and it's specifically it, it just got like this hole in it, right? And you can just that that will clean it right that will get all the crust and all the big bits off of it and whatever and then just water in a in a in a in a, a, a towel to clean it out that that's literally it or it, let's let's say you don't have this okay you can get a potato cut it in half get the get the kosher salt the real big thick salt you put the salt in you take that half a potato and you just dig it around and that salt will eat up all the grease, all the nastiness, and then you can wipe it out. But that's a bitch to really do a lot. So this is much, wow. much better to have. It's like ten bucks on Amazon. And that doesn't scratch off the the seasoning or anything. No, no, no. Dude, it's cast iron, dog. 
It's, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's just it's it's not going. Yeah, not at all. Not the seasoning. It's going to get the big bits off. You don't want anymore. I see. I want to confirm if the method that Rob says is viable. He okay. says literally just pour salt on the thing and put it in the oven. To what? To season it? Yeah, to season it. Like I guess eventually melting the salt and then it coats the the pan. I'm assuming. Uh, that's- yeah. People do like all oils and stuff. I, do I mean, oil. more specifically, people do oils. If I'm being real, like, like that's you know. But yeah, I've heard of. Look, every, it's tough for me to say. Oh, that doesn't work. Look, every chef, if you if it, if you tried it and it works, then it fucking works. You know, there's mm. really no. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally just prefer the method of letting it build. You know, the flavor uh, over time. I just wanted to well, make that, sure that, that he wasn't that, fucking with us. I was going to say that's known as the uh, Cindy Lopper method, uh, time after time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how they say they pass down cast irons, right? You know, that's yep. how it goes. They're, yep. Right. The, the seasoning, right? You go ask an old grandma, how do I season a cast iron? She's going to slap you upside the head with a cast yep. iron. What do you mean how you season it? It's just time. You yeah, got to cook shit in it. That's yeah. how you season it. You cook oh. a bunch of shit in it all the time. Would you use treat, it all the time? Use it for everything. Would you? Okay, so I guess my question more lies in the you bought a brand new one, or even better yet, in my instance, I found a fucking rusty old one that I fucking scraped down to the fucking iron. I fucking treated it. I don't think it was that rusty, but yeah. it was it was gross, right? And I scraped it yeah, down, yeah, yeah. and then I seasoned it into my everyday skillet, right? But nice. I think nice. that's the people. The question is asked, like you're saying, go with what kind of oil would you use? And what olive temperature? Mm-hmm. Me personally, good old I would olive, use oil. olive oil. Yeah, temperature. Every oven's different, dog. So okay. keep it low. You don't want the oil burnt. You know, it's just quick. You could you could even do it. Uh, you could do it in the oven, but you could also just do it on your uh, top, right? You could just take top. a towel, get get a little bit of it, and just rub it around, sort of like you oil a, a cutting board. Yeah. You know, do you ever do you ever proof your cutting board? You got to keep oiling it. You got to keep you know taking care of it. If you have a good one and you want it to last, uh, that's something you do. Uh, But yeah, the same way. But honestly, that to me is is like frou frou stuff. I don't do that sort of stuff. And I don't know. Honestly, I don't know any chefs that do cast iron that way. You you just time. It's just just literally time. I guess maybe you're on a look. Maybe you're on a Top Chef challenge, and they're like, "You gotta, you gotta season this real quick." That's how, yeah. that's how we do it. Uh, I guess, yeah. The method I learned was a quick uh, seasoning, but then over time, I, I don't, I don't, I clean it just with water and I scrub it a little bit. But then, yeah, I just let it keep, mm-hmm. I just let it keep going. I think after each time, I'll just you know take a little bit of oil and just rub it so that it doesn't look dry. It's Bro, always got in, a nice in my sheen dad's to it. house. There's like. You know, you cast there iron that has like rust half of it. You just don't cook on that half. You, you just know don't cook I mean? like, on that side. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, that's how good it is. It's like, yo, you got enough. You're, you, you just need half. Yeah. Why are you being selfish? That's, just take half. You know what I mean? Good. So that's the funniest shit I ever heard. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week we interviewed a woman named Jennifer Fleck. And then during uh, the pre interview stuff, oh, you had mentioned, hey, I interviewed the homegirl too, and yeah. it didn't turn yeah. out as good as yeah. I would want it to. Um, and so totally. I watched a little bit of it. Can we get that clip up? Um, I've got it here on the on the notes, and we'll play just uh, the last bit I where she decides to hang out. I think uh, I don't know if you'll be able to see, but uh, that's okay. You will be able to hear me. I've seen it. I lived it. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're like I, I want to see that again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
you know, I definitely want to talk a little bit about that that whole incident. I mean, we had uh, sure. we talked to her for a good shoot forty five minutes, so or forty minutes or so. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's get to this. Okay, but I believe in the rule of law as well, and I really just dislike when people want to break the law to prove the law. That doesn't make sense to me. And you're a lawyer. And you said you would do it all over again. That's scary to me. That's scary that people are going to go in with cameras. With, no, I know the law. I know the law better than everybody. I know what's going on. Let me shed the light. Oh, this police officer is talking to me. I'm going to ignore him. I support the police, but not when he's talking to me because I know what's going on. You don't think that sounds very like, you know, re rebellious? Like uh, it, it sounds reckless. Rebellious. You don't think that's reckless? No. Interesting. I think it's necessary. So you're necessary to disobey the police it's interesting but you support the police i'm confused necess it's necessary to expose illegal activity that's happening at the county clerk's office in travis county don't you think you should do it the legal way i tried so I tried. so you're saying it's okay to commit illegal acts as long as it's exposing other illegal acts yeah <laughs> that makes zero sense just fyi that's okay we can disagree right. Yeah, so you guys had a disagreement. Did, can you hear that, by the way? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. That sounds cool that you guys could do the clips like that. Love that. That's that's really cool. Yes. And that's all the magic also, of Brandon right there. You guys want to check out like Patrick that. Scott's, uh, uh, he's got a YouTube. You guys could find that if you uh, know how to do that. reason why I say it that way is because we're on public access. I can't call to action. So people could do whatever they want yes. if they wanted to. You have you have freedom. But it's not calling to, uh, <laughs> it's not calling to action if I say that, I think. Um, oh, that's so, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So eventually she, I think in a couple, uh, about a minute or two, she would, uh, eventually hang up on you. Um, yeah. why do you think she hung up on you? I mean, she was frustrated, you know, uh, but let me say this before we just get into this, you know, in retrospect, you know, looking back on this interview, um, you know, look, I, I'm the type of person to look at myself and go, what, what could I have done better in this situation to have, you know, avoided this right uh, because if you listen to the other 103 episodes before her look mm -hmm. that's not my type of podcast okay mm -hmm. i run a fun let's have a good time laugh just like i'm having with you guys right i do this yeah. every podcast with my guests uh so I, I honestly wasn't expecting her to say a lot of the things she said to be frank with you i, I didn't I, we didn't reach out to her thinking this is the thing she's going to say so i wasn't really prepared to confront her on it. I'm not good on confronting people. I, I don't really like those sort of situations, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, uh, now that's not to say I won't do it. Okay. Because I will stick up for something that I think I need to, you know, be just being honest. Um, but in retrospect, you know, I, I think I could have been a little, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I could have done it a little differently to, to be frank with you, but yeah, I think she was frustrated and got off and, and, you know, just felt like, just wasn't going the way she wanted it to go. I don't know. You, I, that's that's a uh, that'd be tough for me to say why she clicked. Well, off. you know, I did watch I did watch that interview, and a matter of fact, I watched the the Pete Sessions and uh, the the other guy interview that you did. I basically watched your political ones. Um, um, actually, we interviewed the third candidate for that district. I don't know if you know, but he was the Libertarian. We're a Libertarian podcast, so we talked to the Libertarians. Yeah, yeah, no um, yeah. yeah. I wish you would have met, interviewed him. That guy was the coolest, man. You would I have dug him. For that one. I would have. I totally would have. We sort of put those two together last minute. I'm not going to lie. Like, we were we were scrounging to get the interviews done and get them edited and put out before the election and everything. Mm, so yeah. I'm with you. Uh, if I would have thought about it earlier, 
um, you know, we're not really into politics and stuff. It just sort of my boss just sort of said something. I was like, okay, fuck, I'll try to get him on. And I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'll talk to him. I'm not really a political person. Uh, so again, I wasn't really even prepared for those uh, very much, but they were, they were super cool and, um, you know, had great conversations with them. You definitely came at her pretty hard um, with uh, her believing it was a conspiracy. At least you had said things to the. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like you were a little too rough on her. And uh, I think you insulted her a bit saying like, Oh, uh, what she thought was uh, harsh, like in her mind. Like, uh, and so she was like, it's not in my mind. And that, I think that's where like, do like a 30 seconds later, she hung up on yeah. She's like, bye, bye. But yeah. all in all, I don't think it was that yeah. bad. Uh, you did say something. Uh, can we pull up? I got another one here. Uh, where, uh, uh, I think we'll go to this one. No. Yes. Go to that one there, buddy. Uh, no, the top this the top one on top of that one. Yeah, we've got this whole Google Doc that we uh, communicate with over the show as well. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, this is the particular clip here that I wanted to bring up and ask you about it. Time stamped and everything for you. So you're saying she? That's what I'm. That's what I'm just trying to get to the facts here of where this comes from, of why you would think that. Now I get it. You, you lost the race, and you just it didn't sit happy with you. So you thought there was something wrong. Now I'm curious. The other guy you ran against, Justin Barry, he's a police officer, right? Uh-huh. And you support the police? Sure, sure. They were okay. never going to let him win. They were okay. never going to let him win in November. Interesting. So you say they again? Who who is they? Whoever's working with Dana Debevoise. Interesting. So you think there is some massive conspiracy coming all the way down, but not on the Republican side. They're doing everything per- right. All right, stop There's right none there. of that. No, 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 no. That's where I see your bias coming out, my man, uh, saying something like that. I was like, ah, bro. That's where she started what, what? like getting. What? Yeah, yeah. No, just tell me again. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that, uh, that last little bit. Uh, you're talking about. I apologize. Well, I was lighting this cigarette, and I'm oh, like, "Oh no, what? worries, uh, man." This, what she was saying is that there's this woman that is doing something obstructing, um, which is, uh, you know, she said twenty extra laws as well. Uh, they're election laws, so nobody fucking knows about what they mm-hmm. are, um, but they're punishable by like a year and four thousand dollars fine, you know, for every offense. Um, so she was talking about how there's this woman that's blocking people from watching this thing. And she took pictures in it. And you had mentioned that it's reckless for her to break the law, to expose another law uh, being broken. Um, But I wanted to like kind of elaborate, have you elaborate a little bit more. I mean, is there no instances where laws can be broken in order to break someone making a, breaking a, a, a much bigger, bigger fish law? Um, yeah, I, I, there's probably uh look, no particular rule is a hundred percent, right? Sure. Uh, th- there's always going to be nuances to, to anything. Um, so I guess it would just have to be what particular instant, you know, we, we would be talking about, but real, real quickly about this interview, but before we move forward, the, sure. really the only issue I had with Jennifer, uh, to, to be frank with you in retrospect, looking back and, and I guess I sort of made the point at the end, maybe I didn't clarify enough, but really the only issue I had with her is her saying the things about Dana, Right. If you if she thinks there's election fraud and great, go through the channels and what the fuck do I fucking care? I don't care. (laughs) Do whatever you want. But if you're going to come on my show 
That, that's what, it, yeah, that's my problem. Look, this is the Lone Star play. Like if we were having, if she just saying it in public, look, I'm just going to swipe right, right? I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> I wouldn't care. But she's on my podcast saying things about a woman that I just didn't think it was fair to say about that woman. That woman has a family. She's got a reputation. If you don't have proof or evidence to say these things about her in public that I'm going to post to thousands of people that are going to listen to this, I'm sorry. You can't really say that on, on, on my podcast. So that was right. really my and- issue with her. Was, was that particular thing of saying this woman is working for somebody or I don't know if she's working for some because we could play that game all day long. Well, who are you working? Well, I don't know if you're working for this. I don't know if you're this. I don't know if you're that. You know what I mean? That just sort of those conversations bother me, uh, I think, a little bit. And again, I got a little flustered and it's and I did get a little aggressive. You're right, man. I, I agree. Again, in retrospect, I'm, I'll always look at a situation immediately after it happens. And what did I do to add to it? And what could I have done better? And, and I agree with you. Uh, and, and I've heard that from other people, you know, that I didn't handle that particularly well, to be frank with you. Hey, you didn't hang up. So, you know, you I think you won. I don't ever <laughs> I, just, I, I just want to let it be known. Uh, uh, Lowe's gets paid by George Soros. I do not All get right, paid by George Soros. Soros. And you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> he paid me one time. <laughs> that was, and I provided him a service that he enjoyed. <laughs> I twisted balloon, balloon sculptures for his. Uh, Is that what you call it? You twisted his balloon. Oh, my Is God. Is that what you call I it? I should have never said that. Now, you know, I, you know, I, I did listen to that interview and I was pretty, I had some pretty, I wouldn't say critical notes. I was just, what I was going to mention is that there are times, because you said it was nonsensical for her to bring up the fact, and I'm sorry to bring this up. And I think this is the last that we'll talk no, about. No, no, please, please. Um, no, it's okay. That she broke the law in order for her to show someone else was breaking the law. So you're, it's not that you're admitting that yes. she, that she's, that, uh, Dana Debouvar was breaking the law, which uh, she was. She had, she not, she didn't admit it, but she signed the settlement that said that she will per- stop blocking mm-hmm. uh, the poll watchers from watching. Yeah, kind of kind of giving Correct. credence to the idea that she that has she been had, doing it before, and yeah. her like her sure. breaking the law by criminal trespassing. Uh, her stink that she put up was may, could be a huge reason why they push that settlement forward quicker because there was so much media attention on it. I mean, I wouldn't say so much, but local media was on yeah. it and everything. And it definitely showed that there was some sort of obstruction because the next day she said, okay, fine, we'll take down all these restrictions, but they were done. Yeah. There, they had it was one, the last day one of voting. more day of voting and that was one more day of counting. And that was it. Dirty deed could have been done. And I think what she was trying to say is that there's something sneaky going on, not not per se about her or for the Republicans or against the Democrats, just this one woman who's uh, obviously been in the office for a very long time mm. and could be uh, getting paid under the table to help these things go through a little faster. I mean, who knows? But Republicans, Democrats, everyone benefits as long as you've got the green for homegirl. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I can't prove any of that, but yeah. that's what I think she's trying to push towards and I don't think she portrayed that enough well for uh, for you, which uh, she was flustered. Yeah, you rocked yeah. her, bro. <laughs> what can I say? That's the best when you can rock a, a guest, you know. No, uh, you know that that's definitely not what I try to do on the podcast. And uh, you know, to be frank with you, um, I'll admit it. I, I felt horrible afterwards. I, I, I did not feel good about it. Again, I, I don't like those situations. I have guests on my podcast. They're it's like they're coming into my home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did feel bad about it, man. To to be frank with you, I don't want to treat any guests like that again. I've had all kinds of people on my podcast that I completely disagree with, and and I have no problem talking to them the whole time. I mean, it's again that that's what threw me off too that she got off. I think if she'd have stayed on, 
should have realized we would have both just gotten back to it and we could have had the conversation and it would have happened. But, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know uh, if she okay. hasn't I, had I, anyone like, challenge her ideas or what. I don't know. I, don't I would know. say I, you like, know, I want to be so, fair to her. So off of what you said, you know, uh, from from when now that you've stepped back and kind of evaluated yourself, uh, what do you feel was like a trigger or what do you think kind of set you to kind of react that way? Like, what was it yeah. about the comment she made that kind of was like, hey, and made you kind of respond? That's a great question. That's a great question, man. Um, yeah, that, that's a really good question. And uh, I, I would say really just the issue that I have that, that I sort of said before, which is just when she started to say things about Dana and she's working for somebody and somebody's paying her to do this stuff. And I don't know, maybe she's getting it from this and maybe she's getting it from that. And she's doing it for socialistic reasons and, you know, to, to promote us. So, you know, you know, to me, it's like, again, these people have reputations, you know, they have lives, they have families. I, again, it's different when you're sitting around drinking beers with your friends, throwing around stuff, in my opinion. Okay, this is just my opinion. Um, and that's what I didn't like about her saying that stuff about Dana. Because again, I've had several people come on that are politicians and whatever. They don't say things like that. They, they're, they know to be careful and not say things like that. They know to, you know, how to Toe so, that, so that line when they're talking to somebody. She did say so really, like some outrageous things. She said something about um, if they get in office, they're they'll they're willing to let Austin burn down, mm-hmm. burn to the ground, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. She's a little. She's being overly mm-hmm. hyperbolic, which is a little redundant to say. But she was being Alex Jones. Um, oh, sure. you, you know what I mean. And she's being sure. very hyperbolic. I would say in this her, much: she is. She will never come close to being what Alex Jones is. Take it, Alex easy. Jones oh is God. the heartbeat of America. Heart. Alex oh, Jones no. is what makes Texas what it is. If if I could only drink the sweat of the man of who Alex Jones is, I would become the ascendant being that I've always tried to be in life. All right, I just want you to know that. I just want everyone that's watching or listening to know that uh, the views <laughs> expressed on Emergency Exit Podcast yes. are not necessarily those of... Uh, wait, we're the ones in charge here. So, yes, they are our views. <laughs> Never mind. Well, hey, Patrick Scott Armstrong, the PSA himself. Hashtag check it. out his podcast. It's the Lone Star Plate. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You're probably on all the major things, Amazon podcasts and Spotify and uh, dude, MySpace, wherever you get your pods, you're going to find this. Check out those uh, interviews we were talking about and then check out the stuff. uh, I think I saw he's got musicians playing on his show. I mean, dude, we need need to do a podcast when when we're all cooking and drinking beer together. You'll cook. We'll bring the beer. We'll eat the food. We'll bring the beer and we have a good time. Have us on your like show. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what about. I'm talking about, man. Cause that's it, a great know, idea. Just by the way you're talking about seasoning a, a skillet, I'm just like, you know what? I want to eat already. You oh. know what? We'll have a brew champion <laughs> in uh, mid-February. There you go. That could be it. All right. Well, anyways, uh, anything else that you'd like to add before we let you go? No, just want to say uh, thank you to you guys for you know having me on. And yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, cheers appreciate you guys having yeah, me yeah, on. Yeah. And- Having the conversation, you know, I know how hard it is to run a podcast. So, uh, you know, my hats off to you guys for for doing. What oh, you're doing. that reminds me. Yeah, you had uh, talked about your conversation with Mark Davis. I've never heard about this man. He's a he's a radio commentator, uh, political commentator, and you said you had a great conversation because you guys both had respect for each other, and that's what made it better. Um, I think the respect probably was lost a little bit because like he was talking about, he was talking about someone that couldn't defend herself 
And so therefore, maybe a little bit of respect got lost and therefore the conversation got lost. And uh, I think actually it did get lost a bit, but I think... I think that uh, made perfect makes perfect sense about what happened. You explained it just right. Mm-hmm. I, geez, I mean, I came in this knowing that you're going to be a great guy. I come out with knowing that you're a wonderful guy. So, mm-hmm. geez, uh, hey, likewise, likewise, yeah. fellas. All I can say is you can check out Patrick Scott Armstrong at TexasRealFood.com/slash Lone Star. Don't forget Plate. the slash. That's right. No. All right. No. No. no Thanks for on, joining us, on. man. Te- TexasRealFood.com slash podcast or the LoneStarPlate.com. It really yeah. just the LoneStarPlate.com is the easiest, right? Just yeah. the name of the pod, right? You know. Anyway, uh, I mean, he's also sorry. on the Facebooks and everything, and from the horses yeah, mouth the themselves. Facebook. It's the a very wonderful looking. Like uh, we need to after looking at your websites, it makes me uh, need think that we need to step up our game here. But uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, great team! Uh, shout out to my team. Uh, you know the team that handles all that. You know I I do the least amount of work. They do all the work. Uh, a lot of great people. They handle all the you know the heavy lifting. They put up with my crazy ass. So that's wonderful. Shout out to them. Well, shout out to them. Those mysterious ones. Well, anyways, thank you very much, PSA. We'll talk to you, thank man. Thank you guys. All right, guys. Y'all be good. Thank you. Later. There you have it. There's a PSA. You know. I definitely wanted to talk to him about all that stuff, and I got all my points out. And I hope, uh, you know, I didn't want to try to make this seem like, oh, we gotcha. Yeah. This ain't a gotcha. It, it wasn't a gotcha. Because he admitted himself, you know, I was going to be critical of the way he treated Jennifer Fleck because she seemed very genuine to me, but I didn't get the, I didn't get the idea that there was a conspiracy against <laughs> her, as if, uh, as PSA was saying, mm-hmm. um, or even better yet, saying, that uh, Betsy Debe Debevoir was a um, some sort of uh, uh, operative. Which, by the way, operative doesn't just mean like working with somebody. It means like you know someone that's uh, in the know. That's uh, I had the whole definition up here. I'll I'll, see, I'll give it to you right now. Fucking. Uh, so we're out of here in two minutes. Here I'm getting word, but uh, yes, uh, definition of operative, uh, artesian mechanic. These are the nouns. A secret agent. Private investigator or person who works towards achieving the objects of a larger interest. Now that sounds more like what an operative uh, sounds like to me. Yeah. A person who I think works it's towards actually artisan. 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 What am I saying? Artesian. Artesian. Yeah, it's the same. I'm saying it the same <laughs> way. Artisan. Artesian. You're saying it the way. Uh, artisan. That's yeah. It's artisan. Yeah, artisan. That's just, yeah. Potato. Potato. Artisan. Artesian. Like, come on. You're just trying to be fancy. I should have asked uh, the uh, the I chef. I know. Yeah, you should ask the chef. What's the right way of doing it? Anyways, we are going to continue on here in a little bit. We're going to cut the live stream on Facebook and YouTube, and we're going to redo our stream or re uh, go live uh, just because we're going to play a video that I think probably will get us another strike. Yeah. But I still want this episode to go as it is and not get pulled. <laughs> yeah, so the whole episode tuned, gets pulled. So. And then you'll see us cut, and then you'll see us come back up on the page. Yeah. So just hang out. It's not going to act as one? Well, no. I mean, it's technically another one. But if they're still on the page, it should pick right up and continue. MX after dark. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, so we'll talk about Rand Paul here and then this uh, wonderful video that... Uh, I just don't understand how it's okay to say these kind of things uh, in our climate. You I know, mean, there I are think... people out there that say the most hateful fucking things about people, uh, a whole race of people, and it's it it it, it sickens my stomach, dude. Yeah, like unbelievable how that's okay 
to say that kind of thing on the internet. But but there's think, one qualifier. Well, I think you guys will just need to stick around <clears throat> yep. and find out. Um, if you guys are watching on Channel 10, thank you guys for watching. It's been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. We'll be back next week with the Brew World Order Tournament of Beers, the B-W-O-T-O-R, the T-O-B. And, jeez, uh, that's it. So, for uh, Brandon the Hardhat Mitchell, for David the Holy Hispanic Aguilar, I'm low saying that's right. If you guys know what's good for you, you may want to consider sticking around. Yeah. For the next half an hour. Because we've got some extra content. Peace. It's going to be crazy. Be sure to come back every week to follow along in our Brew World Order Tournament of Beers to see who will take home the glory. It's the Brew World Order. We've tasted over 100 beers and narrowed them down to 16 to find out who is the best. That's the Brew World Order Tournament of Beers only on Emergency Exit Podcast. It's the Brew World well, let's get into some stories. Nobody's watching, so we're no. just gonna we're just gonna play these stories. We can and be talk as racist as we want to be. Uh, let's uh, let's play the first story from the Daily Wire here. Rand Paul says folks uh, should, or uh, at least folks that have recovered from COVID, they should not wear masks and celebrate because they are immune to it now. Uh, this comes from the Daily Wire. Rand Paul: Eleven million Americans are immune. Yep. Quote unquote. After. Recovering from COVID, science illiterates, scientific illiterates are denying it. So sort of, I guess, throwing um, the, the the denier thing back at yeah. them, you know. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go down and read some more. This is scientific from Tim Pierce from the Daily Wire, which, by the way, is a left, uh, not a left, it's a conservative yeah. outlet. Mm-hmm. Senator Rand Paul slammed critics as scientific illiterates after he drew he for saying Americans who have recovered from COVID-19 should, quote, throw away their masks and celebrate. Paul appeared on uh, Paul appeared Thursday on Fox News and said that 11 million Americans who have recovered from COVID-19 are immune from the disease and should no longer abide by the heavy-handed government restrictions design, uh, designed to limit... Uh, can you scroll down a yeah. little bit? Decide to limit... Uh, the spread of the coronavirus, Paul said that those Americans that have recovered are now immune and cannot pass on the disease. Uh-oh. Can you type in, um, are you immune? If you've had COVID, are you immune to COVID? Um, as far as I know, I think one person has gotten COVID twice, but they were like riddled with health issues really? already. Coronavirus. Okay, severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus 2. Uh, two coronavirus two. I didn't know there was a one. Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't. We're, we're in the sequel, by the way. I didn't know yep. that. Is a newly identified pathogen, and it's assumed that there is no existing human immunity f- to the virus. If anyone is assumed to be susceptible, although they may be risk factors that increase in individuals' yeah. illness severity. Don't you remember when we had SARS the first time? Uh, when did we have SARS the first time? I don't know. Wasn't it like in the early 80s or something like that, whenever SARS first hit? The immune response, including duration of the immunity to SARS-CoV-2 infection, is not yet understood. So, so far, okay, can, I guess can you uh, add, uh, ask Google if um, who's gotten COVID twice? Has anybody gotten COVID twice? Uh, yeah. Can I get COVID twice? There is no evidence to suggest that people are immune to recover uh, after recovering 
There is currently no evidence to suggest that people are immune after recovering from the coronavirus. Even if the novel coronavirus infection imparted immunity, that immunity could be short-lived and last only a few weeks or months. But there's uh, this would leave people vulnerable to reinfection later. Uh, See, but even that, the, even that is a theory because it, it could. They're not saying it does. They don't have any scientific facts Can to you back just keep that scrolling up. Scrolling down, uh, let's see. Is there any? Here's science mm. mag. Uh, more people are getting COVID twice, suggesting immunity, immunity, quickly in some. More people are getting COVID nineteen twice, suggesting immunity wanes quickly in some. Oh, so they're uh, they're saying yeah, they, that uh, uh, it, yeah, in some late you. It's it's so funny that though they'll, they'll post this kind of shit in some. Mm-hmm. But most aren't getting it. Yeah. Right again, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I who am I a fucking doctor? No. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, they, I don't they, know. they, you know, they, they only promote one side. They don't promote the other. Well, I think it's important to know that most people that have it are they're not going to get it anytime soon. Yeah. No, not really. And if they do. They probably won't be as in, as affected as most people are, and it'll be a mutation of yeah. it. It won't be the same one because mm-hmm. they obviously they obviously beat it already. What is this you're showing us here? Uh, COVID deaths this year. Uh, what is this for? Scroll down. Texas, Harris County, Dallas. So Harris County's got the most <coughs> deaths. Uh, they're up nine. Yeah, El Paso uh, is up there. Tarrant County, that's Dallas area. I was more just trying to search how many deaths um, from COVID this year versus, you know, how many people die of the flu? heart attacks every year. Mm, oh. And, you know, shit like that. Yeah, because look. Well, just look. do total and just go uh, all states instead of Texas. Yeah, well, look, out of 1.13 million, only a few thousand have gotten or died or whatever, 2,000. No, just click on uh, Texas and... and all regions. Yeah, 250,000. Yeah. 250,000 deaths. Weren't they saying like 2 million in the beginning? But, but, but yeah, their on. models and, and were... Here's, here's my thing. Like, everybody's all upset. Oh, we just hit 250,000. Hang on. Let me... Uh, number of deaths from smoking. <laughs> 400, But nobody yeah. bats an eye at that. That's yeah. every year. Yeah. Nobody bats an eye at that. Yeah, that's Nobody double. Nobody's upset about that. And but I wonder how many, and this is speculation, speculation. Yeah, that's a pandemic. Well, yes, it's not a pandemic because people are doing it to themselves. But actually, look, it says 41,000 are resulting from secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. Which so even more. John Stossel says that's bullshit, and I'm inclined to believe him because. Because <laughs> he has a mustache. He's got a great mustache. Beautiful, beautiful mustache. <laughs> what do we have here? Um, who's Atlas? He's saying, I'm here, let's rock. I don't think you can get immunity, but I do believe that your immune system can develop a resistance to the virus, like the flu. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing, you can get the flu more than once. Yeah, So, but your body gets immune to it. Okay, Atlas, my man. Whoever do you know Atlas when, is, do you know when the last time I took a flu shot was? The answer to 1984, 1776. Damn right it is. You Damn right it is. What are you asking? He already answered it. Oh, okay. Take it seventeen seventy six. I don't know. I don't know what the question was, but I know the answer is seventeen seventy six. You know the. Th- I I don't know if people are immune to it. I I basically you you're saying forty eight thousand uh, forty eight hundred uh, deaths per year in the United States. I mean tuberculosis. Uh uh. Okay, look up total death 
of COVID worldwide. And then look up tuberculosis last year <laughs> uh, worldwide as well. COVID death worldwide. Uh, cases recovered. Where's deaths? Uh, move it up. What? 1.34 million deaths. That's it? Well, that's it. That's a lot of fucking people, dog. Not from what they were projecting. That should have been in America by itself from what they were projecting. So 1.3 million. Uh, well, look at this. 10, uh, 10, <laughs> 10 million cases. and 1.5 million TV on. deaths. So uh, there you go. And it's actually down from, uh, mm. it's actually down from 2017. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as many people uh, died of uh, tuberculosis, uh, tuberculosis as... Uh, and what was the last time we spoke about tuberculosis? Well, you're supposed to get a tuberculosis shot before you uh, start entering school. So you're supposed to have the vi- uh, vaccine for it. But here's the thing. The vaccine's already out, yep. and still 1.5 million people are exactly. dying from it. What's to say that this new f- Pfizer, uh, I forget who's uh, putting out Pfizer, the new virus, yeah. vi- uh, 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 antivirus or uh, a vaccine. Va- you know, I heard Dolly Parton uh, donated a million dollars to the vaccine really? uh, research, and people are saying, vaccine, vaccine, mm, nice. vaccine, vaccine. You know what? We're going to cancel Vaccine. her. We got to cancel her now on this show. Don't you die just because you can. Vaccine. Hey. Vaccine. I'm with you on that one, Atlas. Uh, Atlas is saying Alex Jones is the greatest of all time, I'm David. telling you, man. Hey, I can't we got deny some true his Perry, power. We got some true patriots out there. Do you hey, listen, see what he's doing right now? But he's a little hyperbolic. Do you see what he's doing right now? With you see with what this, happens, Larry? With the stop the steal and everything. And they're... The caravan, they're going all the way to the capital and other places trying to stop, stop. the steal. Do you steal? think that... Um, Stopthesteal.com? I think I think it's, it's time to ask you. Do you think that after all the dust is settled with uh-huh. the lawsuits, that Donald Trump lost the presidency? Or are do, you still holding hope? Do I think he lost it legally or illegally? Uh, well, uh, legally, legally. I feel like legally he won. How? He got more votes. No, actually, Joe Biden. Joe Biden got five million more votes illegally. Yes. Well, what's your proof of illegally? Do you see all the the cases going on, all the lawsuits going on, all the people that are like up in arms about saying like, do you see possible fraud? Uh, no, does no, not mean no, actual fraud. Not possible. And there, what I need to see is evidence. There, there, I, there is I, a. I, 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 I side with the, you on the, this. There is like a, a UFC fighter or some sort of fighter who who is coming out and speaking about how he has had voter fraud. How he is voting in another state, and that's not even him. And there's more people coming I'm out. I'm not going to deny that we've uh, seen evidence of voter fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, can you hear that? Was that just me that heard that? No, I heard that. It was like a. Yeah. Anyways, maybe it was just us. That's the government, bro. Yeah, dude. That's the government. I was actually going to say something, uh, but don't worry about it. I think I, I should stop. What was I getting at again? I got all sidetracked. It doesn't matter. We're we're talking about the election. You got to stop the steal. Stop the steal dot com. video dot com. Election twenty twenty dot com. Okay, listen. I've always been. Let's see the evidence, guy. Mm-hmm. And Ben Shapiro said, like he he said it great today. And like I, he said it what I was thinking. So it's not me stealing it from because I was already thinking this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was saying, I've been very consistent on a lot of things about uh, when we see. Uh, like a black man dying for, by the hands of a cop. We mm. look at the evidence. Mm, mm. Show me the evidence. Yeah. Where's the evidence? Mm. Uh, this cop did this because he's racist? Mm. 
please show me the evidence of him being a racist. Um, please show me the evidence that there's voter fraud. Now, I get we've seen these examples of local things. Um, now, we can't say for sure Jennifer Fleck had exposed actual voter fraud. All we know is that there was this woman who was obstructing poll watchers yeah. for uh, and using the guise of COVID. And uh, from what I understand, she was using that little box uh, viewer area before COVID. Um, from reports from KXAN and uh, Mr. Well, and Barr I, from, think, uh, I think I think when when you look when you when you look at everything that's going on, there's so many voting irregular uh, irregularities. That's why, like, I don't think it's voter fraud. Well, that, that's I, why I, I think, think people somebody... are confused. The, yes, so they're exactly. hearing Donald Trump saying there's voter fraud, so they're yes. focusing on saying there's no widespread voter fraud. Exactly. There's no evidence exactly. of voter fraud, but instead, all these lawsuits are citing uh, of voter irregularities, yes. like. Uh, Ballots coming in after the postmark date. Yep. Like we must understand, uh, people on top, mm. people, the politicians that make the rules, change the rules. Yeah, exactly. They allowed very much uh, a lot of mail-in ballots. That yeah, there the, every every they vote is susceptible rules for different states and different cities. Which I mean, I, I'm all for state state rights, but um, <clears throat> what I'm saying is that they they. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh, no, all, all I'm saying is ahead. there's there's a lot of voting irregularities that are going on. There's a lot of things that we can see. So when people say, "Well, show me the evidence," it's it's out there. But do you want to believe it? Now, I'm I'm not saying that. But this, where is the evidence? Because all we saw <clears> was yeah, Du uh, Du Beauvoir was obstructing poll watchers. Now. We don't have any evidence because they're smart enough yeah, to exactly. hide their tracks. They're well, smart enough to pay off people. Well, not just that. They're smart enough to hide it in a way that we won't understand it, right? Like, they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, like, what do you, what do you mean? We just did this and that. And, and how know. do you prove something like that, by the way? Like, he was saying you got to break the law. <clears throat> it's, it's reckless to break the law to, break, uh, to show someone breaking the law. Yeah. But, like, how else do you show something like that if they're so good? And, you know, like, yes— it sounds like we think about Occam's razor. You know, the simplest yeah. answer is probably the right answer. Yeah. Right? If this woman is conducting voter fraud, she probably knows how to get around this. And 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 so she pays off the right people. But, mm. you know, the thing is, you can't say this pays off people because uh, you know how flat earthers would say, oh, yeah, NASA's full of fucking chills. Yeah. It takes one fucking person to to bring down this whole fucking thing yep. if they've got the right evidence. But even if they didn't have the right evidence, let's say someone was working. Let's say Jennifer Fleck was working for Betsy DeVos yeah. and decides to stop working for her mm. and then try to expose what yeah. she's done. Yeah. But mm -hmm. all that, she's got nothing. There's no evidence. So people are going to discredit her and say, oh, yeah, there's no evidence of widespread or even target. What, what, I think what the, the Trump administration is trying to say is not widespread mm. Demo, uh, uh, voter fraud uh, because they don't need help in a lot of states. Exactly. Yeah. It's the swing states that seem to have a, some irregularities. Well, well, and even and while they're looking at um, them saying about fraud, the courts are looking at irregularities. Well, and the thing that goes on is that people want to see like outright fraud. It's almost like what happened with uh, Joe Biden and, and the and the Hunter laptop. Right, they wanted to be like, well, Joe Biden's schedule never says that he was meeting with this corrupt. Oh, fucking right! Right, it's it's like, well, yeah, if they're corrupt, they're not gonna do it out front for yeah, you to be like, put it oh, on their there it is. They're not gonna write about it in their goddamn exactly. diary. Yeah, no, today I did this corrupt thing. Oh, today, dear di dear diary. Yeah. Uh, this is Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, meeting with the Russians. Yeah, I totally colluded. Totally colluded. 
with Ukraine today. And nobody will ever find out. And all I do is grab pussies. Yep. <laughs> all I do is grab, yep. Like all day long. I'm going around grabbing. Say, hey, how's it going? My uh, Betsy DeVos. Beating, beating up Here's black, your pussy. Beating up black people because I hate them so much. What's that smell? <laughs> it's your pussy. And I grab it. Like, no, he, no one, nobody evil writes yeah. in their diary about what they've done and, and evil. And so even when it comes they don't to, leave paper to trails. these voting ir- irregularities, it's it's not going to be out in the open for you to be like, oh, yeah, this is what it looks like. It's going to be hidden. It's going to be very meticulous. They know, they know, they're like, they're dumb, but they're not that dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you look at it and you see everything they're bringing up, all the cases, it's there's arguments there. Now, I don't think this is the first election that's ever happened. I feel like this is the way it's always been. I think Trump, because he knows the system, he's like, I'm going to expose you, motherfuckers, because I know exactly what you're doing to cheat against me. Right. And there, Tucker Carlson played on his show, uh, just put, read a list of people who are dead and uh, voted for yeah. Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I don't know if he said that they, if they died after they mailed in their vote, but that's an interesting question. Mm. Somebody mailed in their vote, right? You're a healthy guy. You mailed in yeah. your vote and then you died before the election. Yeah, but how many people though? Like what's the percentage? Yeah, it's not of- like there's a million people doing yeah. that, right? Yeah. So there was a, there was more than just a few people, but if you, yeah, let's see how many people died after voting. She died after voting early. Now her ballot won't count. Some states count ballots. Now, yeah, that, that that's a que- that's a question See, to ask. But, but this man, woman died after she cast her ballot. Now, should it count? No. Look, I, look, th- and this is my argument, right? This is where I'm going with it. It's the same thing as you abortion. You guys have anything to say about that? Why don't you give us a call? It's, a, and, and it's the same. It's the same. Hear what you it's say. the same fucking argument people do with abortion, right? Oh well. You know this 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 girl had to get it because she got raped at the age of twelve, and she and it's like so you're bringing out like the fucking point one zero 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 one percent right of yeah. the argument and saying well because of this irregularity because of this point zero 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 one percent of a person that this would happen to now we got to scrap everything aside. Well, think about COVID. The point zero zero one or you know point zero three percent of people mm-hmm. that are dying from it constitutes national lockdowns and mask mandates. Yeah, but th- but then again, I would say go back and see like, okay, h- how do we fix these things? Like, I would say you look at this and you look at this as a lesson. But that's where I also think to myself, well, this is exactly what the Democrats wanted. They're the ones that were pushing for mail-in voting. Well, think about this. <clears throat> so we've talked on this show about uh, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Mayor Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Is she the mayor? She's the mayor of Chicago, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I thought she was Lori getting, Lightfoot. You yeah, guys know what she was about. getting. The, oh my yeah. god, is that Lori Lightfoot or did somebody say Beetlejuice three times? <laughs> uh, Lori Lightfoot. She's, what is she's she? hideous. Not because she's black. Look, uh, just because down. she's ugly. No, no, no. Go back. Go back to the. She the looks main like an search. evil woman. She's the mayor, I think. Right? She looks like a female. Or maybe Don she's King. the governor. Oh, yeah, she's the mayor of Chicago. She looks like if Don King was a female. Like if Don King was a female and never went to boxing. Oh, geez. Take it easy. Um, you know, okay, uh, Lori Lightfoot, she got she uh, put that mandate that nobody can go to a fucking salon. Then the next day she's cut out of salon. Mm-hmm. Fucking Pelosi. Yeah, we got these lockdown things. Nobody should be going to the salons. Busted in the salon. Yeah. Gavin Newsom from California 
just rolling out all these these crazy fucking. Can we? Uh, can you look up California COVID restrictions yep. Thanksgiving? And there's this like crazy thing about not having more than ten people. Like, oh yeah, or else what? Yeah, or else what? In my own home. In my own home, my what, family, my fucking property that I pay hundreds, of, especially in California, the fucking property taxes. Okay, let's see here. This is from Deadline. I don't know what the fuck this is. We're gonna skip that ad. Deadline NBC. Deadline NBC. No. Um. Uh, let me read that headline. California coronavirus update. Gavinor, Gavin Newsom denies controversial Thanksgiving guidelines were meant as such, but says holiday guidelines are coming soon. <laughs> what? So, oh. whoa, we hear that again. I read somewhere that some oh, folks yeah. are asserting that we put guidelines for the holidays, said Gavinor, Gavinor, California Governor. Do you know that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California once? I just love that it says, I read somewhere, some folks asserting we put, gui- like it's our, like it's the people of California's idea. First of all, it's folks with an X, not a KS, you fucking bigot. <laughs> He's gonna, it's like, oh, it's the people of California's idea. Yeah, they let's read those tweets. Let's read those tweets. What does it say? Rob Schneider. Oh, my homeboy, fellow uh, yeah. uh, Pinoy, Filipino. Dear Emperor Gavin Newsom. Oh, my God. Ads. These fucking ads. I told you, you need to be using Brave Browser, dude. Dear Emperor at Gavin Newsom, during our allotted three family limit this Thanksgiving, if my aunt comes over, can I throw her a slice of turkey from the window? We promise not to sing. We can all just whisper, please recall dipshit Gavin Newsom. Damn. This is what's going to happen. You guys are you guys are going <laughs> to boot. Who's left California recently? Some prominent fucking, fucking Joe Rogan. Yes. Fucking, For one. Uh, Daily Wire. Yeah. All of them. Here, Megan Joey Kelly. Diaz. Well, Megan Kelly's a right winger, but it says Cav- uh, California governor Thanksgiving insanity must be held outside. Guest may use bathroom inside if it's sanitized. Mask on while not eating. Sing Singing is strongly discouraged. Uh, discouraged. Wow. Um, wow. I wonder why. Discouraged. Discouraged. Uh, max two hours together, six feet mandated. Now, I don't know. Why do you think? Can singing, we find why, why like? Can we is, find these official guidelines? Why do, you, why do you think singing is is not allowed? Well, because when you sing and when you chant and when you say, but who, but fucking, who, do, who do you think's doing the when singing? you say USA? No, uh, no KKK, no, no, no USA but, but at all. N- no, in homes, who do you think are doing the singings in homes? Uh, Christians. No, everyone sings. Who sings? Every I, I don't know. Everybody. I bro, sing. We bro, we sing Aladdin songs at home, man. Yeah, not. Nah, yeah, but it, this is during the holiday. Who I'm sings during the singing. holidays? All right, they sing Christmas songs, which yeah. are Christian. But, I guess. I'll but go, no, I'll but the more that. religious ones have more than ten people coming in and doing the singing. But if it's just say they're protesting, nah, dude, it's just uh, um, like America and the world hates Christianity. I just wish that they would admit it. Like every law and everything they're doing is because they hate. Uh, this is, is from uh, California Department of Public Health. This is from the source. Mandatory right requirements. Uh, let me read that again. Uh, the blue. Um, uh, mandatory requirements for all gatherings. Attendance. Gatherings that include more than three households are prohibited. Now, can we go? Is there any? Can we go down and see if there's any repercussions or else kind of thing? You're going too fast. I can't read that. Um, 
Well, I mean, that was, that was, there's yeah. seven yeah, different see, guidelines for singing. looking for penalties. Okay, good. I want to see the penalties because I want to know exactly what what is the the penalty. Like, what's going to happen? Okay, you bring people over. The, this is, I'll tell you what's going to happen because they don't want to tell you. They'll say, oh, these are the public health guidelines and you're breaking the law. Yeah, and, then, and A the, law that nobody voted for. Exactly. The and then what happens after this is done and they say, you know what? We're going to go from the holidays all the way until the new year. We'll let you know how it goes. We'll just keep it going. Yeah, and then it's like, you know what? We're going to keep it like this because we've seen all these positive results. We're going to keep it like this for the next year. See how it goes. Oh, you know what? We're going to keep it like this for the next 10 years. That's all they're going to do. The host should collect names of all attendees and contact information in case contact tracing is needed later. Uh, keep the households uh, keep the households that you interact with stable over time. By spending time with the same people, risk of transmission is reduced. Participating in multiple uh, multiple gatherings with different households or groups is strongly discouraged. Gather outdoors, it says. Can you go down a little bit? Let's see number three. Of course, they want us to gather outdoors. Three, don't attend gatherings if you feel sick. Yeah, no, no shit. shit. Uh, number four. Practice physical distancing and hand hygiene at, at gatherings. No okay. shit. Yeah, no shit. Uh, wear a face covering. Yeah, no shit. Go down. Keep it short, which I think should be a rule. I'm all about fucking I think showing up. Well. Yeah, that, you go it, there, that should have been a rule. Two hours or less. This is actually one of the good rules yeah. here, but I, <laughs> I use this for do, the in-laws this, do you remember uh, the this Cha- year. Do you remember that Chappelle sh- uh, skit where he's like the... Keep the, it, uh, the, the, the Yeah. The, uh, if they go too long, yeah, the, saying, uh, their acceptance speech, yeah. they've got the... the wrap it up. Wrap it wrap up it box. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like this. I, you go to your in-laws and you're like, listen... Uh, it's wonderful, oh, real great right. food, but great you know, stuffing. You know, COVID. Go COVID, two hours. Yeah, yeah, we I got that two-hour limit. We got to get out of here. Because, you know, if I say another fucking hour, I may catch I may COVID catch from it. you guys. Rules for singing, chanting, or shouting at <laughs> outdoor gatherings. Singing, chanting, shouting, and physical exertion significantly increases the risk of COVID-19 transmission because these activities increase the release of respiratory droplets. How is Come this not a, de- a fucking... Guideline for protesting. Now, I'm right for real. Uh, now, get don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm all about the First Amendment and your right to protest. But we know what you're protesting about at this point. Yeah. Your BLMs, your anything. Uh, let's criticize the anti-mask lockdown. Uh, anything protesters. with the words. Let's pro. Let's go ahead and uh, and uh, criticize Trump's fucking rallies. The gays. Let's go ahead and criticize. Uh, fucking Fauci. Uh, we don't want to criticize Fauci. He's about to get fired, bro. I'm telling you. I don't know if he's gonna get. He's fired. gonna get fired. Let's see what we, they don't do. They they can't do anything. It would be unlawful for them to pull you from your house. That's it. Doesn't matter. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pull you from your house. This is what they're gonna do. And this is why I, I keep saying, yep. don't call the cops on your fucking neighbors. Yeah, unless be. you want them to go to jail. Yep. Because here's the thing: you call the cops on your neighbors saying. Oh hey, uh, you know, I think my neighbors—they've uh, got like more than like six cars in their driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're having a party, and there's guidelines. The cops will come over there. They're not going to put you in jail. They're going to nope. cite you. Yep. For, uh, first, they're going to be like, "Hey, listen, uh, what they always do when they're cool cops, uh, assuming they're cool cops, hey, uh, we got a complaint. Uh, you got more. Uh, you, uh, just tell you some of your friends to bail out. You know, yeah. they don't bail. They go, oh, yeah, sure, cop, no problem, pig, fucking bail out." The cop goes because they can't do anything because, mm. you know, cops are not that much of dicks. They yeah. are dicks, but they're not that much. Fucking 10 minutes later, they're fucking still partying. 
Cops are called again from the same neighbors. They come fucking out. Fucking taking those shots. They're not going to fucking arrest anybody. They're going to cite you. Yeah. And then you have this ticket that says you uh, obs- you didn't obstruct that. You didn't follow public health orders. Mm-hmm. You know, you spread AIDS around or something, yep. basically. And then that's it. Then that's the way people make it No, seem. it's not it. You fucking say, if you don't, you go, I'm not paying this fucking fee. I'm not paying this fee. What happens then? Mm-hmm. Becomes a warrant for your arrest. Yep. And then you get pulled over one day. You have this warrant for your arrest. You go to jail. And wh- uh, depending on the climate uh, at the time that you get caught, you may or may not go to jail. Yep. And then what happens? You go to jail. You can't get a job when you get out of jail. So you got to start selling drugs. Hey, what are you ma- in which, here for, man? Which, ma- which makes you beat your beat the girl you're with, which puts you back into jail. No, and you're it sitting in the you cell. In the guy goes, hey, what are you in here for? What are you in for? Drugs. No, man. I had too many people at my fucking Thanksgiving party. Hey, did you guys know that Fauci was in charge? Like he was like one of the head guys when the when AIDS broke out. Oh yeah, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he was, he's yeah. big in the AIDS thing. Ago. Yeah, I mean, for what he's done with AIDS, that's great. But uh, AIDS wasn't as prevalent because it wasn't being spread like uh, airborne. It was and yeah, AIDS is by, a blood thing. It was being spread by uh, gay people fucking each other in the in asshole. The butt, yeah, in the in the butthole. I mean, mostly. No lube. Was it mostly? It was a lot. And of- then some crazy guys stabbing themselves with a needle. I yep. used to hear these stories, bro. Yes. Somebody stabbed themselves with a needle and then put it like on like a a, a, a chair yep. at the theater, and then with a note that says like you have AIDS now. That was like the 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 the, the fear thing that they would try to uh, yeah, put on you. Yeah, bro. I remember Careful. hearing that uh, shit like under the gas handle. Yeah, yeah, gas yeah. Handle, I heard about that one playground too. Playground monkey bars. Yeah, I feel like that's probably racist by now, right? Monkey bars is that? Are we not allowed to call them that? Well, I mean, unless you mean unless it's like predominantly black people using them, I guess calling them monkeys. But well, speaking of which, let's get to our last video. Monkeys, we need to get out of this. Uh, We need to finish this up, and uh, I need to drive home forty miles. But here's (laughs) something that I just I I want to watch. This we'll we'll stop as we go along and and comment. Um, But let me just let me just say. What exactly are white people superior at to Man. you? Are they superior at all? Uh, I would say at some things. Like what? Uh, at times exactly they speak better. Su- they kind speak of, better. They kind of they they kind of articulated the English language in the not that they articulated it, but they're the ones who well, have white ki- people in general are superior at that. I would say they set the standard for it, and we follow it. Not saying that they're seeing it's their language. I would imagine yeah. that they speak it better. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, let me ask you, let me tell you something. There is this, uh, uh, it's from Cut. Uh, I don't know who those was, but they asked 100 black people or people of color, what exactly are white people superior at? Which is, by the way, what exactly are white people superior at is a weird way of asking yeah. what white people are superior at. Yeah. What exactly are white people superior? It's just weird. It sounds weird rolling out the yeah. tongue. But either way, let's watch this and now uh, uh, get ready to pause in between, okay? What exactly are white people superior at? Oh, well, according to television, everything. A white man could fly. Even a white woman, she could be four foot one. She knew karate. She could take down 15 people. Stop real quick. We asked 100 black folks with an X, by the way, in go. America to tell us what white people are superior at. And the first so, thing she says is that so oh, this in, is in be the biased. superhero movies, as if she's never seen Black Panther yeah. or uh, Frozone or... Uh, the new fucking Spider-Man with that black guy or... 
What are the other black or fucking black uh, A Train uh, from the Boys or Black Dynamite? Black Dynamite is that Dynamite? A, Dynamite. You got fucking Nick Fury, no, bro. You never seen Black Dynamite? No. Bro, Black Dynamite, bro. That's why probably one of the greatest kung fu movies out there. That's why I don't watch those kind of movies. The only time I watch those movies is for the rewatch party. No, no, airing. Trust me, you gotta watch Black Dynamite sometime Monday or Tuesday on our podcast network. That's right. That's why. Let's continue watching this here. Yeah, it's hundred white people superior at. Man. Huh. Um. Uh. <laughs> well, no shit. Oh, people would say that. What are white people superior at? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Her arms look like trash bags. Bro, why gross. does she look like fucking? What's that? Job of the Hut? Is that not <laughs> right? Right? Like, oh, oh my god, my like that, like, bro, look at that. That's rose. All right, we're being mean. Bro, that looks like you can make some tortillas with that. I think it's. I think it's okay to make fun of fat people, right? Because she's fat. Like we can make fun of people based on their choices. Yes, right? we and can't... she chooses to have that many rows. I, I think you're right, and she's okay. Well, she's asking now. The question itself, I get why she laughs. It's it's a stupid it's question. It's a stupid question. What exactly? <laughs> 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 That's mean as fuck. That is mean as fuck, uh, but hilarious and very true. I don't feel good about it, but it's so funny. <laughs> bro, splitting image, bro. But Damn. yeah, she laughs because it's a ridiculous question, first of all. But let's hear her uh, her answer. They, they just keep talking, mostly about their pets. White people love their dogs. Like, that's all you see. Cats. Letting them get on your countertops while you're cooking. Yes. I get that you love your pet, but, like, you need to take it everywhere, like, everywhere. I guess, you know, hey, emotional support animals, I guess. What exactly are white people superior? <laughs> Fuck, man, like, making cereal. Casseroles. What kind of casserole? Like tuna. Yeah. It's always tuna. What do you mean? It's always tuna. Fucking green bean. mayonnaise and a lot Stop. of their... I she thought we had black people. We had hundred black people. She's white, right? Yeah, she's hella white. She's Rachel Dills all white. Yeah, she looks like she's white. So let's see how much hate she has for white people. Recipes. Making bland food. Unseasoned chicken. How are you going to start whole spice wars and don't even use seasoning on your food? I mean, come on. What exactly are white people superior? Stop real quick. Smelling funky. Look at her Santa shirt. Claus. Extreme Can you go back? Sports. Corn mazes. White people. Mayonnaise. Oh, too far back. Way too far back. Mayonnaise and a lot of their Let's recipes. Let's not let you pause. Press space bar. Unseasoned. Chicken. How are you going to start whole spice wars and don't even use seasoning on your food? I mean, come on. What exactly? Look at her shirt. A cop wearing oh, a wow. clan hood. Wow. Okay, look at this one. She looks like she's been, uh, she had a couple blunts before uh, recording this. And I know how this goes. I'm sure it's like, you know, you paid, you gave everybody a hundred bucks saying, yeah. let me ask you a couple questions yeah. in front of camera. We should do this. Yeah. Except we don't have a hundred bucks. We don't okay? have the budget for this. Let's go ahead. We can give you a beer. We'll give you a beer. We'll give you a beer. In this case, she'd probably take a fucking couple rips yeah, she, out of bro, the fucking She'd probably just bed. take a couple hits and be like, I'm fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Let's Not see. because she's black. Okay, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It's see? frozen. She just don't want to talk now. She's shy. What exactly are white people's spirit? 
I don't know what's going dude, on. That's crazy. It's because we like, started criticizing this well, it's fucking crazy thing, how, and they're how, like, "No way!" You're how she's not- wearing that shirt for this interview, like that that can that could only be taken one way. Well, look at that shirt that you're wearing. You know, you're literally wearing somebody wearing a clan hood on your fucking shirt. Like, I don't even think Smells. white supremacists wear shirts that yeah. have clan hoods on. Exactly. It. Exactly. Like you. There are certain people who believe that white people are superior, and it's not the people who they think they are. Yeah. It's the people saying that white people are superior. Yeah. Because they answer questions like this. What makes people so superior? You're like, uh, white people, oh, yeah, they think they do this and that. Like, nope. I don't think... You're literally saying white people. Yeah. Could you just... uh, Imagine. Imagine if this was... Fucking white people being asked. Yeah. What do you think black people are superior at? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, yeah, having big dicks. Yep. Oh, yeah, they fucking run fast. Eating chicken. Fucking eating chicken and watermelon. Yep. Oh, yeah, they're always talking about their fucking, uh, their their chains and See, their, but, their but, trap okay, music. And I'll say this much, man, and I'll say this much. It's hard for, you know, and I, it's hard for me to even answer that question because, and I'll say this because my wife, it? my wife says this. My wife is a full-blood white person. She says... I don't have a culture, at least like, you know, me. She's like, you know, you have a culture. Black people have a culture. And she feels like she doesn't have a culture. So for them, for for someone to ask black people or Mexicans, hey, what, what are white people superior at? Even white people don't know because they don't feel like they have a culture in America. They look at people who are Mexican, Asian, black, whatever ethnicity, and white people envy us because we have a culture and they don't. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and th- that's why they're known for oh, we know, eat- taking the reggae or the blues. Yeah, or, yeah, or eating o- everybody else's food. And, and it's, it's because- not that they're stealing it, it's that they admire it because that's what Americans do. They exactly. they borrow from other cultures, and that's just how it is, man. And it's funny that people— They say that they still, that white people stole uh, the blues or something from the black men. It's like, who invented the guitar? Like, who invented air mm-hmm. conditioning? You know, like— White people have a. Uh, you guys use this. You guys use what white people have invented. White people also take what black people have invented. Well, and and even that, it, it's, it's a melting pot. And it shows us that yeah, maybe maybe white people are have been more intelligent than the black and brown community, but the black and brown community have shown themselves to be hard workers, and now we're gaining an in intelligence. So now we're going to match the intelligence with the hard work. Okay, you know it doesn't mean that they're superior or we're worse. It just means that. They've had more time to figure shit out than we have. Yeah. Cool. That's it. It doesn't mean any, what, anyone is better than the other person. Let's uh, go back to... Uh, God, look at that face. I know. That's a, claws, what's up with their teeth? water sports. Corn mazes. White people are great at having fun. That's a function True. of white supremacy because they just don't have ah, as many stresses. Stop. So they're, uh, white people are, are, are superior at having fun because it stems in white supremacy. Wow. Says the guy... Talking to a camera by himself with a fucking bandana over his nose. Not under his mouth, his nose. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead there. As we do. White people are very superior at their privilege in utilizing it. We do not have the privilege. Shut up, man. Yeah. To do whatever and however we want to. What exactly are white people superior at? Uh, 
not getting arrested. Well, yeah, I was driving down the street with, uh, down the highway with a friend of mine who was white, and he was like, I need to, I'm just gonna pull over and pee. And I'm in the passenger seat, and I was like, please don't, because a black man thinks differently. If I pull over to the side of the road and pee, a cop is gonna be right behind me to punish me. What exactly are white what? people superior at? Insecurity, pretending, fear, being fearful of nothing. Being okay, stop. Being fearful, being fearful of nothing. Now, there's two different people. Yeah. Now, who just fucking said, I can't stop at a, uh, uh, in the middle of the road, not the middle, but stop on the freeway and take yeah. a piss without a cop coming? Who's fucking fearful yep. here? Go ahead. Blame. Letting their egos control their every move. Privilege. Privilege. Feeling victimized. The stop victim. again. Privilege. Privilege. Let me tell you about privilege. If this was white people saying the same thing you guys said about black people, mm -hmm. this would be taken off the internet yep. and shunned from society. Yep. What are we talking about privilege? Who has here? privilege now? Who the fuck has got privilege in this yep. situation? Fuck off. Yep. Go ahead. Congratulating themselves over shit that they're incompetent at <laughs> or that should have already been done. They're superior at being dicks. What exactly are white people superior at? Oppression. Gaslighting. Lack of empathy. Intellectualizing. How many oppression. white people are in here? They're just creatively thinking of new ways of like always staying one step ahead of other people. If we get rid of slave catchers, then let's just expand the Press pause real quick. Stop, stop, yeah. I, 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 feel like, I feel like they ran out of black people that they just started filling in with white people. That They couldn't even get a hundred black people Well, in I here. want to talk about what she just said. She <laughs> talked about how... Cops here in America were started by slave catchers. That's 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 tradi tradition of cops. Why does Sweden have cops? Ah. They have slaves, huh? Jeez, it's why. it's this kind of talk. You know, Africa has cops. Yeah, yeah, everybody's you know, got cops. Asia. Does, that, does that stem from huh. ra uh, catching slaves? Is that their 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 rich tradition yeah. of catching slaves? Go ahead, damn because that stuff to me is wild. What exactly are white people superior at? Making us believe that we don't matter. Believing that they're superior. Feeling superior. Thinking they're superior. Thinking that they're superior. Thinking that they are superior. Self delusion. Controlling. Press pause real quick. So so they they are saying white people think so they're attacking the thoughts of a person. Not even an action, not even they're attacking their thoughts. I'm gonna, I, I think that they think this, therefore, because I think they think it, therefore, it's true. Well, yes, but not only that, they're saying white people in general, yeah, all, like, all I of mean, them, yeah, uh, yeah, white people. What makes white people superior now? I'm sure they're talking about the, the three fucking white supremacists mm -hmm. in America or the ones that they've interacted with. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they met a lot of them. I feel like they externalized it a lot. Now, listen, I'm not a black person in America, mm -hmm. but I guarantee you uh, there are black people in America that go, stop with this thing. Like, there's nothing more dangerous than telling your kids, like, hey, just because of the color of your skin, cops are going to kill you. Mm -hmm. uh, or you need to act a certain way around cops. Like, no, that's all races. First of all, the cop thing. That's all races. Whenever I get pulled over, and it's been a while since I got pulled over because I drive like a fucking... Saint. Uh, I drive well, yeah. right? I don't get pulled over. I have my tags all done and everything. I don't worry about the cops. Yep. But if I get pulled over, it's like both hands. I don't want to give these motherfuckers yep. a reason for anything, right? Yep. I don't want to give them a reason to search me because the second that they're done uh, with ever, they can go, hey, uh, you know... You guys, you're you're done here, but uh, you know, do you mind if we just? Uh, you got nothing to hide. Do you mind if we just search your car? 
most people will say yes yeah. because they don't know the law. The law. Yeah. They'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, you sure I got nothing to hide, knowing that they've got something to hide. Mm-hmm. And they get busted for it because the cops smell a little bit of weed. And anytime, hey, listen, I'll tell you folks out there, you're out there on a highway, you get pulled over, and the cop says, hey, I smell some weed in your car. He goes, yeah, man. Dude, I, I think a skunk got ran over mm-hmm. over here, dude. It smells skunk. I totally believe you. Because at that point, there's no more probable cause for yep. them because you smell a skunk and that's skunky. Yeah. Weed is skunky. And who, who it's like, like dog shit sometimes. And, and be like, oh, you is would you say that's weed? I smell skunk. Huh. I don't there's know what that, I don't thing. know what that smells like, officer. Keep a uh, uh keep a frozen dry uh, a fr- freeze dried bee in your car. Just keep it in your car ready to go at any given notice. This is what uh, this is what you have it for. Uh-huh. You speed. You need to speed somewhere. You need to drive irrationally. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens. You're driving, you're driving on the street and all of a sudden you're like fucking, you're, you're, you're scooting around cars, you're going quick, right? And then the cop pulls you over and then you're still sort of like jiggling a little bit. You stop, you pull over and then you fucking get out of the car and stomp on your freeze dried bee. And then the cop mm. goes, get in your car and you go, holy shit, you get in your car, you put your hands up, you're like, oh, thank fucking God. That bee that bee was in my car, buzzing around, freaking me the shit out. Very Tommy boy. <laughs> Very Tommy, Tommy boy. Here's another one. <clears throat> yeah. Here's another one. Get your ID. Get yourself a little uh, a cocaine. No, no, do no. a line. No, no, no. Wake up before they pull you over. That's what you need to do. Get yourself a uh, uh, one of those uh, foam rubber, not foam, foam clown noses. Everything right? you're doing right now is cocaine. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're touching get your yourself nose. a clown nose. Okay. <laughs> this is, I'm giving you guys life advice here. <clears throat> Get yourself a clown nose that's made of foam. Mm-hmm. Take a little bit of that foam and break it off and then glue it to your ID. All right? Keep the nose and put it away to the side. You get pulled over, right? You give the you give the cop, here you go, here's my license registration. The, the, the license has got mm-hmm. a little red ball on its nose, and you give it to him. You don't have it on yet, right? And then you give it to him, and then as he's looking, you put it on your nose, and he sees your ID and sees there's this uh, fucking yeah. red ball on your ID and he looks over at you and you're wearing it too. I guarantee you, you're yeah. getting out of that fucking ticket, yeah. dude. He's like, get the fuck. That's the yeah. funniest thing I ever saw. Because one thing I learned about cops, get they on their good have, side, right? Yeah, like joke, like, <clears throat> Don't be like obvious and you're trying to get on their good side. Yeah. Like just be genuine, be funny. And they're going to be like, I'm not going to bust you. Yeah. Like get out of here. Have a good fucking day, man. Mm-hmm. And that's how it goes. Yeah, I agree. I I have yet to have a problem with cops here in Austin. I've had more problem with the tow companies here in Austin than I have with the fucking cops. Dude, the tow trucks are fucking they're, ridiculous. They're horrible, dude. They're fucking horrible. Like I we had the problem defund with the tow uh, companies. Over at my old apartment. Defund the tow companies. Can we start that shit? Can we defund them? Well, the here's the thing, the apartment complexes lately. Those sons of bitches. They are like paying or they're getting a cut yeah. of what uh what the tow truck companies are, are doing like, for instance, uh, uh, we used to record at my old apartment uh, and we did our Sunday show and we get out there and his car is up on a fucking tow truck, dude, ready to get pulled away. And we're like, what the fuck? We caught him pulling his uh, car away because he parked in an area that he's parked in for fucking three years doing our show mm-hmm. and never gotten fucking pulled. And <clears throat> Uh, the guy's like, yeah, if you give me like 60 bucks or whatever, I'll take it down, which I guess is the law. Like you can, you can, he can take it down, take it off his car for, you know, 60, 60 bucks. So, uh-huh. 
We gave him better the, than the two fifty to get it out. For of real, dude. Yeah, for real. Like, so he sticks right around, back. and we go, they go to the ATM, and, uh, and then, well, let me get my car so I can drive to the ATM, and uh, <laughs> and that's money under the table, by yeah. the way. Oh, I'm so pretty sure he pocketed all that. So yeah. what you do is you you get yourself a tow truck. You get yourself a company, and you just go. Uh, you get yourself a fucking contract with, and I guarantee you, these apartment complexes got contracts with these guys saying they get like fifty bucks for every uh, tow that they uh, get out of your. Because by the way, these fucking uh, apartment complexes, like there's like this huge problem with people parking and not having uh, people uh, people that actually live yeah, there yeah, don't have uh-huh. fucking parking. Yep. Is that a, is that a fucking thing? At ours, every now and then, yeah. Like you can't find a parking spot. Yeah. Which I get. Well, there, you can't I find think a, at your old place. It was because they'd have you know seven, eight, nine people in a unit. Yeah, you know, and probably you know five of those people have a car. Yep. And you know when they make the you know they make oh, maybe you know two spots per unit. Yeah. But if every unit has five plus, well, cars, not even that. What what we noticed during COVID was there is way more cars in there, and not just because they were staying there. What we were thinking was that people were having other people live with them because of COVID. No fucking you know? doubt. Like the, my apartment complex was pretty affordable mm-hmm. and easily paid for by four or five people all living together and getting, you know, sitting at the Home Depot waiting to, for for work or whatever. Mm-hmm. There were tons of fucking. I'm not gonna say they're illegals. I have no idea if they are or not. Yeah. But I guarantee that what they do, uh, they maybe they, they're outside on their phone a lot mm-hmm. during the summer, which is weird. They're on the phone a lot. Um, they also drink a lot of Modelo and Corona outside their car and just leave the, the whole six or 12 or right out there with all the bottles, all the empty bottles. They leave, they do that a lot, at least in my apartment complex. Um, and and the worst part is that they only had like four visitor spots. I, I, maybe it was like six visitor spots. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that apartment complex. And that's it. And if those were taken up because there's people that are living, Dude, those cars were there all day and night. Uh-huh. It's like they're not visitors. They were people that were living yeah. or staying with somebody and having to park there themselves, taking space from people that are here for just a couple hours. And so they're forced to park somewhere else. So they go, hey, oh, no, they can park outside the fucking gates. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, they want to walk. I lived in the back of the complex. Yeah, I want people, and it's up the hill. Like, come the fuck on, dude. This place was empty. They could have parked anywhere else. I think if a tow truck comes in and there's empty spots everywhere and somebody that's parked in a fucking spot that doesn't have a reserve or a fucking sticker on their car, like, fuck the fuck off. Like, what's the point of you doing that? Yep. Like, come the fuck. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, I, I, I fucking, I, dude, I hate toy trucks, dude. President-elect Biden, will you stop these, these predatorial fucking tow truckers? President-elect Kamala Harris, we need you to send tow truckers to jail, just like you did to people who smoke pot. They literally steal your property. Yeah. Yeah. They literally steal it. They break the law because you broke the law. Yep. I, I, I don't know. We're trying to make that uh let's get Let's keep watching this. Oh, we're still yeah. believing their own press marketing of white superiority, whether you are Republican, whether you're different. Whoa, what the fuck? Like white people are really good at upholding white supremacy. How about claiming that, you know, they are actually a whole separate race when actually white DNA comes from the black female. So what exactly are white people superior? Honey, lying, stealing and cheating. Manipulation. Withholding information. Lying. Telling lies. What kind of lies? Uh, the lies of history. They say that history is written by the victor, but the victor could be replaced by the colonizer. Right, what stop. Are white- <laughs> what the fuck? 
fuck did you just say? All that is theorizing. People, people that write the history literally wrote the history because they lived it. They, 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 they were the victor. Victors yeah. do write the history. Yeah. Is it wrong history? What, it, what has the victor put out saying? Is it skewed that, history? Yes, they won and right. they became the fucking this. Anyways, keep going. The, well, I just, I, I, well, I just want to add it's, it's every, everything they're saying is unprovable things. What are white people superior at? Lying. How do you prove that? Like if 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 people if people are bitching to us saying you guys don't believe in science and you're the party that doesn't how do you scientifically say white people are superior Just at lying? Imagine if this was white people saying people that. would lose their shit. How is it? Talk about fucking white privilege. We need to make a video like this of white people saying the same shit about black people. How is this not race racist hate speech? It is. Go ahead. White people superior at conquering imperialism, imperialism, colonizing, colonizing. colonialism, colonization. Says the motherfuckers that are living in the colonized America that we have. They ballsy. They rose up all over the world and they walk into everybody's house and says, "Oh, this is nice. I'm gonna take your shit." And they have no qualms about it. They can take anything, baby. What exactly are white people superior at? They're real good at violence. Violence, genocide. It's like stealing people's lives just because they feel like it. If you are white and you know this is happening and you say nothing then you're a killer Wait, real quick. look at this guy's glasses Foggy bro shit. how long have you had those glasses for one i can't stand glasses that are dirty i, just I cannot wa- stand i just want to say they're saying white people are good at colonizing and overtaking and killing how many of these black people say the same shit about the shit that's going on in Africa, Uganda, and all these other places where it's being slavery, murder, and all that? They will not talk shit about black people murdering black people and black people enslaving black people, but you're damn right they're going to talk shit about white people doing it or any other race because it makes them feel superior because they feed off the pity and fucking tears of people feeling sorry for them. You're, dude, 100% right. What what exactly are black people superior at? Dunking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm I, I'm short. Okay, I can say that. I can say that. That was quick because I was watching these, these uh, what are exactly white people at, and they were like quick with their answers, right? Yeah. You had that answer ready to go. Bro. Dunking. Because what do I know black people for? The NBA. Which, by the way, it's like disproportionately black, If, I, if, black, if right? I asked you, what are Mexicans good for? What are they superior at? Uh, uh, trimming lawns. I was going to say building something in less than a week. Yeah, right? yeah like just, goddamn right. They're quick. Yeah, dude. Making burritos. Making babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. They, they think, you think it's nine months for humans, <laughs> but no. They, they're up actually, they're down to two months. Yeah, the, just, the you got to get them out quick, bro. All right, go ahead. You are adopting a whole philosophy that says it's okay to do this. And part of that philosophy allows you to be ignorant, right? And they're like, oh, I didn't know. What exactly are white people superior at? Taking what's not there, taking shit. Taking our ideas. Copycatting. Gentrification. Appropriating things that do not belong to them. Taking over other people's cultures and making you believe okay, stop. that This is bitch have blonde hair. Yeah. Taking other people's cultures. Bitch, what you talking about? <laughs> First of all, that fucking outfit you probably took from a white magazine. First of all, could you pull up a picture of Beetlejuice? For real. And, and, and put it side by side. And this bitch is wearing chic Beetlejuice. This bitch, Beetlejuice chic. This bitch is like Beetlejuice and Cisco mixed into one person. She's like that thong song, but in Beetlejuice oh. fashion. You know? Come on, girl. Like, come on. You're Beetlejuicing it 
So we had we had what was the first one? The the job of the hut. Jabba the Hutt. We had Jabba the Hutt show up the first time. Then we got Beetlejuice showing up the second time. Like, come on, Let's girl. Let's get like a, a, a more of a full body picture. Look at that. Look at that. I Michael got, Keaton. I think we got the idea. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Just a couple of seconds left in this. They invented it. Maybe they're thinking of it as repurposing. It's like recycle and repurpose. As my grandma was saying, the white folk, they'll take it if you don't copyright it. They are very good at destruction of land, destruction of people, destruction of humanness. What exactly are white people superior at? White people First are of all, stop people. real quick. The bitch can had you, a mask on. Can you hear that bitch with a mask That bitch on? had a... <laughs> sounds like fucking Kenny from uh, like, South Park. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like this bitch be, behind the scenes. There's fucking ISIS with a fucking machete at her throat. Like you better read the line. <laughs> Go ahead. Pedia uh, with anything. Nothing. 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 There's nothing. <laughs> nothing. There we go. That they're superior in any way, shape, or form. Just because our skin color is different, Boom. you're no better than me. You're Boom. no smarter than me. Great answer. No, no superiority. There. Great answer. Thank you. For That's the a great five, five fucking people at the end. They save it. I know. You could have cut that down to five seconds. See, they're, they're, it's so crazy that they, they use five minutes of racism just to get to this final little cut that had five people at the very end saying nothing. Nothing. Because that's exactly right. Yep. White people aren't superior at anything. Mm -hmm. Black people aren't superior at anything. No. A race. People are just people. Exactly. Some are better at other things than others. That's why it's a meritocracy. Why do you think that the NBA is predominantly black? Because... Do, do we say that, oh, because it's... um. Uh, whites are disproportionately uh, not uh, are disadvantaged. Yeah. Like, are you fucking joking me? Like, goddamn. Whoa, Enough with this out. bullshit. I am looking for. We got to get out of here. It's midnight. It's midnight. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. If you guys like our content, please like, share, subscribe. Fill out your goddamn brackets. I think you guys can still vote for the winners of the Brewer Order Tournament of Beers. I dare you, motherfuckers. Come on. Burn. Do it. Do it. Uh, yeah, Dort. check out the rewatch party podcast on our network as, uh, and also the left from the left hash podcast, sports and movies. We got sports, movies, politics. We're taking over the podcast world. Let's go for, yeah, Brendan, the hearted Mitchell for David, the Holy Hispanic Aguilar. I'm low saying that's right. That's right. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 830-875-0637. <laughs>